today for his return visit to What's Up Welland, is friend of the show, cookie-appreciating, clever message creator, and Welland Fire and Emergency Services Fire Prevention Officer Michael Atkins. He's with us talking about how he and the city's fire department are getting the word on fire safety out into the community and finding clever, fun ways to do so. Without further delay, let's get to it. So here we are with Michael Atkins, Fire Prevention Officer with Welland Fire and Emergency Services. Michael, thank you so much for coming back to the show. Thank you for having me. So fire safety messages is your is your cup of tea, is your thing here with the city of Welland, here with our fire department. And I understand 2020 was when you really dug into let's get creative with our messaging. What did that look like? How did you get started? And then from 2020 to now, what are the formats that you've played around in to get fire safety awareness into our community? So that's, yes, fire safety messaging is definitely my passion. It's only a portion of what I do for the city of Welland, but it's definitely my favorite thing. We started our social media platforms in April of 2020 when we realized that the pandemic was really going to affect how we could communicate our messaging to the public. We weren't going to be able to do the in-person things that we had been doing up until that point. So we branched out into social media. It started off pretty general. I'm, I'm going to go so far as to say pretty bland. Um, we had to build up a bit of a, a bit of a following, but also me as a, a, as the person doing the messaging, I had to build up a little bit of trust with uh, from my bosses from at the time it was chief fire prevention officer, Matt Richardson. He's now the deputy fire chief um, with the fire chief, Adam Eckert. You know, I had to build up some currency there uh, where they could trust that the things that I'm going to put out are in line with, with the, the values and, you know, the goals of the, of the city. Once we were able to do that, um, they went full all in. With, uh, with their support. In November of 2020, we put out a video. Um, we call it the finger snaps video. It was for carbon monoxide awareness week. And it was, it was simple, but creative enough that it took off. It was, it was basically me in my home snapping my fingers and every snap took me to a different gas appliance. And I discussed how those gas appliances affect, uh, carbon monoxide or, or could impact the safety of a homeowner. From there, we we did a couple more videos uh, in in December, and then in January of 2021, that's when we did the infamous 10 year dance video, and that's what really launched us into the social media stratosphere. Should we say? Sure. So you you dropped the word infamous. If our listeners are not familiar with why this video is so infamous, do you want to give us a rundown on that? Sure. Um, if you haven't seen it, the, the video is basically me dancing like a like a silly person, like nobody's watching, like nobody's watching, and uh, to to songs that at the time had just turned ten years old. And the message there was: if your smoke alarms are as old as the songs that are playing. They're too old. They need to be replaced. The video uh, absolutely took off. I posted it on January 8th in the morning. I didn't even look at the 
the posting again until a couple hours later. And already it had hundreds of views, hundreds of shares. Uh, from, from there, we had a couple hundred thousand views on Facebook, on, on Twitter. Um, I think there was something like 6,800, uh, impressions on Facebook, whether it was shares, likes, um, comments, uh, all in total, it was something like 6,800. Three of them in total were negative. Wow. Yeah, it was, it, yes. And it was kind of unheard of. Well, at the time. yes, because typically on social media, sometimes that negative does take a little bit of a, a louder tone simply because people have opinions and ideas. And for you to have, well, less than a percent of that, um, amazing. And I mean, how validating to try something, see it catch, and then want to go from that initial bland start once upon a time to how much further can you take it? Because clearly people want to see what you're coming up with. Okay. Tell me, did you expect it to even approach how it took off when you first did it? Did you think it was going to catch in any degree, let alone the degree, the degree it caught? When it, when I posted it, I was hoping, you know, maybe a, a thousand, two thousand views. And, uh, you know, if we had 25 or 50 likes, that would be fantastic. Uh, especially for the stuff that we had put out up until that point. And, uh, and then just to, to see how far it went. So as far as how far it went, what would you say was that sort of pinnacle of, wow, this is something that we may never reach again with the message we've done, but how cool that this video got there. I think what really blew, blew me away was when I got a, a text message from my cousin who lives in Pennsylvania. And she said, I just saw you on Good Morning America. And she sent me the link and there's Michael Strahan on Good Morning America referring to me as dance prodigy <laughs> extraordinaire Michael Atkins and showing clips of the video and and putting the message out. I mean, they have 5 million viewers. So in addition to the 200,000 people that we reached through social media, 5 million more at least through Good Morning America. I have a cousin who's a platoon chief in the fire department in, uh, in Thunder Bay, Ontario. He messaged to say, hey, I just saw you on CBC. My wife has a friend in Calgary who just uh, who sent a message. I just saw I just saw Mike on the news. Um, so the message was it went far and wide, and that's fantastic. But what's even more fantastic was the number of comments we were getting where people were telling us, "I didn't know that smoke alarms have to be replaced after ten years. I just replaced mine, or I just checked mine, and I'm good for now. But now I know that uh, in two years I'm going to have to replace them, and that's really what what we want to see. Well, and I mean, how beautiful those comments are because when would those people have gotten around to changing their fire alarms? And I, I don't want to think about it, but what are the, what are the negatives that would have, could have happened had they not watched that video, gotten on board with changing their alarm and you don't know what lives could have been lost had they not done that. Right. And it, I mean, it speaks to the universality of Fire safety messages, it doesn't matter where you're communicating them, they apply to anyone, everywhere, Canada, the United States, wherever. Correct. And one of the things about not just the social media messaging, but fire safety messaging in general, is that we never know the full impact of what it is. You can't measure things that didn't happen. You can only uh, know that people have heard the message, that they've 
kind of followed through with doing whatever we've asked them to do and hope that that's made a difference. So it partly answers my question already, but why are the messages you're putting out there so important? They seem sometimes seemingly obvious, seemingly simple, but whether they're simple, whether they are a little bit more complex and layered, why are these messages so important? Well, everything that we put out a message about is about life safety. It's about saving lives. It's about keeping people safe in their homes. And I recognize the fact that a lot of the, especially the videos we put out, they're kind of on the quirky side. They're on on the fun side. That's not meant to downplay the importance of the message. Unfortunately, a lot of safety messaging, not just fire safety, but in general, becomes white noise. People know that they have to test their smoke alarms. People know that they need to have working smoke alarms, that they need to keep them up. I'm not often giving them information that is new to them or mind blowing, like, oh my goodness, I didn't, I didn't know that. You know, the, the 10 year replacement. Yeah. A lot of people didn't know that, but most people know a lot of our messaging already. So what we have to do is we have to find creative ways to make that messaging hit home for them to pay attention to it, to listen to it and go, Oh, you know what? That, that was kind of clever. I'm going to go check my smoke alarm right now and see if, if I'm safe. In addition to your messages, prompting people to, to do things, do your messages also address misconceptions? Are there a lot of misconceptions in the world of fire safety that these messages intentionally or not are able to cut through simply because they're not just a bland reminder. They're, as you said, a little bit quirky, a little bit clever because of that. Are you able to clear up Confusion that some people have about, I thought this was an acceptable fire practice, when in reality it's actually something else. I'm sure that to an extent we have been able to do that. It's not been something that we've uh, consciously or, or deliberately done to this point where we're trying to clear up misconceptions. That said, it's a fantastic question because uh, we do have an upcoming post that we will be doing. Uh, one of our executive assistants, her last name is Bull, and uh, so we're we're taking advantage of that and we're going to do a post called that's bull where um, Caroline is going to address misconceptions. Well, you know, Caroline, I heard ABC. Well, that's bull CDE is what's actually true. And um, I, I think it's going to be fun, but it's going to be a good way for us to, to address the misconceptions that we haven't necessarily deliberately addressed up until this point. So alongside the upcoming or the pending That's Bull, are there any other messages you have running right now or have run recently or have in the pipeline that you can tell us about? I know one in particular, but yeah, the, you tell us the, about The it. most recent one that we have is a, uh, is a series that we're doing called uh, I Must Ask You a Question featuring Ernesto. And the way that came about was I was literally walking through our truck bay and I saw Ernesto, who's one of our firefighters, and I thought to myself, man, that's a really great mustache. And uh, I've got a running joke with my kids where I'll say, I, I must ask you a question, but I'll shave it for later. So I said, uh, I, I saw Ernesto, I said, Ernesto, I must ask you a question. And then all of a sudden the light bulb went off. And I said, wait a second, that's, we can make that a fire safety message. 
Ernesto, I must ask you a question. Would you be willing to be in our uh, on our social media? And so we've got this kind of quirky video series that we're doing where Ernesto asks different people questions and uh, and gets the the fire safety answers in a I think unique kind of funny way. Well, I mean, by the time people are listening to this, the video that I had the pleasure of being in. Uh, is out and yeah, Ernesto really does have a fantastic mustache. And how do you not use that Correct, to full right? advantage? I mean, what a missed opportunity if you're not jumping on that. It would have been, it would have been almost criminal for us not to take advantage of that majestic mustache. Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. So the messages that you are doing here in Welland, how are you coming? So. I must ask you a question came about because you walked through the fire station and you pulled uh, a reference from, from something you joke around with, with your kids, but how do your messages here in Welland, our messages here in Welland compare to other fire teams and where are the ideas coming from? Are you all this collective that gets together on a, a zoom call and just swaps ideas or where do they come from? Who gets them started? And just what are other municipalities doing? that Welland is doing or is Welland kind of set in the trend? Welland's kind of unique. Um, I'm not aware of any other departments, certainly in Ontario that are doing the type of videos that we're doing, especially definitely not in the quantity that we're doing. There are some unique things going on out there. Uh, Norfolk County fire department, for instance, has a, a series that they do. It's not videos, but they, they use Lego blocks and, uh, Corey Armstrong Smith is the fire prevention officer there and he's a Lego fanatic. So he goes all in on doing these Lego fire safety messaging. And, uh, that's fantastic. It's different than what we're doing. And we have our own identity. We have our own uh, kind of view on how fire safety messaging should look or, or looks for us, uh, what works for us. Uh, it's actually been noticed provincially as well. Um, the Ontario uh, Association of Fire Educators has reached out to us on a, several occasions. Um, one of their leaders refers to us as uh, fire safety rock stars. Um, recently, we were contacted by someone at the fire marshal's office, which is, I mean, the highest level of fire department anything in the province, uh, telling us that they love what we're doing. They, they think it's unique and creative, and they want to collaborate with us on a, on a video, which was just you know, it's being noticed, which is fantastic. As far as where the ideas come from, my head just works a little differently than some people. And pretty much anything that happens to me or I see, I'm running it through the how can I make that a fire safety message filter? Um, whether it's a commercial, whether it's something I see on TikTok, a comment that someone makes, frequently it's someone will say something and I'll go, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I've got something for this. Uh, I really believe, I think I told you this in October, I, I truly believe that we can take any, any idea and make it into a fire safety uh, message. In terms of who's got input and is helping me come up with these creative messages, I've got, you know, my coworkers, the, the other fire prevention officers. Every once in a while, I'll have a firefighter come in and say, Hey, I got this great idea. Um, our deputy fire chief, Matt Richardson, has come up with a couple of them. I, we did a TikTok parody uh, a few weeks ago. That was entirely the deputy's idea. 
we have another video coming out. I'm not going to say too much about it. I think it's a hilarious idea. Uh, introducing the members of the fire prevention division to the public so that they know who we are when we're out in the public. That entire video was the brainchild of the deputy fire chief. And then uh, I'm also a part of an elite group that we call the Cool Guys Club. And uh, it's it's me. It's the assistant fire chief from Norfolk County, uh, James Robertson. It's the fire prevention officer from Norfolk County. Uh, Did you say his name Cor- was Corey. Corey. Corey Armstrong-Smith. And the deputy fire chief from Brantford Fire Department, Scott Pipe. Um, the four of us get together online and just bounce ideas. And they've been fantastic, not just for, you know, giving me little kernels that I can turn into popcorn, but I, they, they help me in the editing process. I frequently send them what I've done, take their feedback and make changes. They'll tell me, oh, this is working. That's not working. This was funny. You know, what if you did this instead? And uh, it, it really helps us as a department put out a better product. The fact that you are that creative, the fact that there's collaboration, I mean, we see what the output is. It's thank you for explaining it because it is cool to see how you are reaching out to the community and to know that it's impacting, it's impactful beyond Welland that other departments recognize it, that other departments are getting on board with do this, try this. And then who knows what they're going to run with now or in the future and just creativity, sparking creativity. So you've said a couple times that you can spin anything into a fire message. And I remember the first time I met you, uh, it was probably around 2020, 2021. You introduce yourself as I'm Michael Atkins. I can take anything and spin it into a fire, <laughs> into a fire message. And yeah, you can. Having seen your handiwork up to now, yeah, you can. Michael Atkins, how do you feel about a little challenge if right now, we threw something out there that you could run with and spin into a fire safety message or post or whatever. How do you feel about that? I'd be game for that. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to get too specific, but an Indiana Jones type adventure. What are some of the fire concerns, whether it's outdoors, whether he's going through his temples and whatnot, Are there any fire safety concerns when you're watching your Indiana Jones movies that just jump out that, hey, there's some dangers there? Well, I right off the top of my head, uh, I'm I'm picturing Indiana Jones, you know, urgently trying to escape something, whether it's that ball rolling down or, you know, I hate snakes. Why is it always got to be snakes? Uh, I think we could definitely do something fun where uh, we we take a bit of an Indiana Jones theme to it. I, I. just trying to work it through my head right now, but uh, okay, um, yeah, I I think we could do something with some home escape planning and uh, dead batteries. Why does it always have to be dead batteries? <laughs> something, yeah, we'll come up with something. I think it's uh, I th- I, I accept your challenge, and uh, within the next couple of weeks, we'll have something out on video. Okay, for sure. Well, I know a couple of hosts, if you need a set of hands or you need a, a couple characters in front of a camera versus behind a microphone on a podcast, I know a couple people who would uh, step up for you. Deal. We'll have uh, you and, and Mark McDonald and we'll make we'll make this uh, a what's up well in well in fire and emergency services collaboration and just again, let's aim for the stratosphere. Let's do it. 
So, Michael, we've, I mean, we've really drilled down on fire safety messaging. It's important. You're not going to stop getting that word out into the community. Is there anything we haven't touched on yet? Is there anything that we started talking about that you want to come back around to? Um, I just want to take just a moment to express my appreciation to Deputy Chief Matt Richardson, Deputy Chief Bert Lamaru, Chief Adam Eckert, and then I would be remiss if I didn't mention Mark McDonald. Uh, I know he's not here today, but as the corporate communications manager, I am very aware of a lot of municipalities that would not have the freedom to do the videos and the messaging that we do. And the the amount of trust that they've put into me, the amount of support that they've given our, our messaging and our platforms is what's really allowing us to do what we're doing and having the impact that we're having. On that note, I say let's wrap this up. I can't think of a better way to end an episode than with such appreciation and just the acknowledgement for who's helping you, who's working with you to get those messages into our community. Love it. Michael, thank you so much for coming back to the show. You know you're going to come back here again at a point. So looking forward to having you for another conversation in the future. And we will definitely be posting a link to that video of the 10-year-old songs because it was brilliant back then. It's still going to be brilliant now. Michael, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks again to Michael for coming back to talk fire safety messaging with us. He expressed it best. Simple messages save lives. Adding some quirky creativity doesn't diminish their importance. If anything, that's what gets messages to cut through the white noise. At the end of the day, it's all about life safety and getting people's attention. Michael, his team at Well and Fire and Emergency Services, they've come up with clever messaging already. And the way he's talking, there is so much more in store. And there's an Indiana Jones challenge now added to the mix. So stay tuned for more important safety messaging from this fire department. If you want to listen to Michael's past episode with us, be sure to do that at engagewelland.ca slash podcast. Visit there for any of our past episodes, all of our future episodes. So that's all for today. We will be back with you soon. 